Hello there, and welcome to Bald Man Stories, a collection of surreal tales about the overlooked aspects of life. All stories have been written and produced by me, Sean Tate. So, whoever and wherever you are, sit back and enjoy with your friends, family and pets. Diary of a Zombie by Sean Tate The scratching of pen and paper was the only noticeable noise throughout the house. No other sound could be heard, not the sound of a dripping tap or the creaking of floorboards. You couldn't even hear the sound of silence, which has its own unique sound. The next time you find yourself in a house bereft of any noise, listen. You'll hear it. The scratching of pen and paper was thanks to Sam. He was dead, and had been for some time. Sam had been writing his diary, a habit he had gotten into recently. He thought it was the best way to keep his brain active. He figured it would stop it decaying any further. If only his writing could stop his cabin from decaying. Sam's cabin was in the early stages of decay, like Sam. He had no proper means of repairing the place. Any attempt at getting supplies from the local village tended to end in disaster. He couldn't make his way down during the day, because he would always be met with hostility and be chased away, and he couldn't go at night because all the shops were closed. So... He just made do with making repairs with the trees that surrounded his cabin. Sam had given up on befriending the locals of the village. There was no hope there. He had now set his sights on a secluded sheep farm a mile's walk south of his cabin. Sam had gotten it into his decaying head that he was only decaying because he refused to eat the flesh of the living. He was living off the greenery of his surroundings. He also thought that writing a letter to the farmers, explaining that he was looking for company, maybe even a friend, was a good idea. Writing a letter was the only form of communication available to him since his vocal cords had dried and withered. He figured Tuesday morning would be suitable to deliver his letter. It didn't go well. September Diary Entry 1 Attempted to deliver a letter to local sheep farm. Took shovel to face, feeling rather light-headed. Need to try a new approach. He had stumbled home after his first failed attempt at delivering his letter. He was out cold for a few days. September Diary Entry 2 The shovel to the face really took it out of me. I lost a few days, maybe even a week. I think waving my arms like a dead man didn't help matters. I've noticed they're quite fond of sheep. If I can dress up like one of them, I could conceivably get close enough to their home and leave the letter. I need some wool. He packed up his bag after he made his entry and waited until nightfall. The moon was high in the sky when Sam descended. He made his way down to the farm, as well as one could with creaking joints and muscles that were starting to dry out. 
He awkwardly climbed over the fence that surrounded the farm, took out some shears from his bag and approached a sleeping sheep. He was just about done when the spotlights came on. He panicked, mounted the sheep he'd been shearing and galloped away. Shots were heard in the distance as Sam made his way to the fence. The sheep was hysterical and doing its utmost to knock Sam off. With all the strength he could muster, he managed to get the sheep over the fence and back to his cabin. Shots could still be heard in the distance. Sam exhaled what little air was left in his lungs. The sheep, noticing Sam's attention waning, flung him off, bent down to his face and bit his nose off. If he could have yelled, he would have. He settled for the next best thing and abused the nearest tree with a great many kicks. He took some rope from his bag and with a bit of effort tied the sheep to a tree. He was satisfied the sheep wouldn't be able to get away. It was content with finishing off Sam's nose. Sam went back inside to write up his diary. September, diary entry three. Okay, so, I got the wool and a sheep. That damn piece of mutton took my nose. Not that I had much use for it since I lost my sense of smell ages ago, but still my nose. I'm a little concerned about it getting infected. Like, I didn't bite it, but it did eat my flesh. I'll have to keep a close eye on it. I think I'll call her Tina. For the next few days, Sam kept a close eye on Tina. Day and night, Tina just grazed away. Perhaps she was immune to the disease, but that didn't mean she couldn't infect anyone. Sam wanted to be sure. He went about trying to catch some local animals to test against Tina. First, he tried birds. That didn't work too well. She kept decapitating them. Sam needed something bigger. He didn't have to wait too long. A badger took some interest in Tina and Tina in it. Tina was so fascinated by this badger that she took a bite out of its ass. The badger spun around in clockwise circles and fell over, dead. At least, that's what Sam thought. Sam came out the next day to find the badger grazing. That's odd, he thought. I don't think badgers grazed. September. Diary entry 4. Tina still seems to be uninfected, but the badger, who I've started calling Vincent, seems to be losing his fur at an alarming rate. I think Vincent may be infected. Fake it anyway. I still need to get my letter down to the farm. Tomorrow morning, I'll attach it to Tina and send her back with it. So, true to his diary entry, Sam attached his letter to Tina and sent her down. Vincent followed. Now, all he had to do was wait. He was sure the farmers would come to knock on his door soon, hopefully without shovels. Still, he couldn't help but follow a little way behind them. The farmers had been out feeding the rest of the sheep when Tina and Vincent came down to the farm.
Hey, Mick, said Paddy quickly. There's a sheep that went off with that dead fella a few days ago. And a badger. Mick looked up from feeding the sheep. Well, slap me yours and ride me sideways, look at that, marvelled Mick. Tina and Vincent approached the two. She has a letter tied behind her ear, Mick. So she does, Paddy, so she does, answered Mick languidly. Mick was glad to have his sheep back, but something looked different about her. What do you reckon the letter says, Mick? asked Paddy with a hint of childlike curiosity. Mick and Paddy never got a chance to find out what the letter said. Without warning and much to Sam's dismay, Vincent launched himself at Mick's throat. Vincent's taste for flesh had finally woken. Tina, in turn, took the ankle of Paddy. There was no one around other than Sam to hear their screams. Sam looked on, anger welling up inside him. Tina and Vincent finished off their meal, looked at each other, winked, and made their way towards the village. They were still hungry. Sam was biting his knuckles furiously. There went his chance of befriending the farmers. If he could have cursed, he would have. But all he could do was write. And that's what he was going to do. September. Diary Entry 5 Thick! Big bleeding pile of thick! I've been trying for months to talk to those farmers! Months! Thick! 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 I can hear screaming from here! Sounds like fun! No! What am I saying? Sounds like cars crashing and I can smell smoke! What am I saying? If you can't meet them and greet them, eat them! Sam raised his arms in front of him, started making his best snarling noise and hobbled his way towards the village to join Tina and Vincent. It had been too long. 